We are so excited to announce that our book, Moving to Colorado, is available for purchase on Amazon. If you are thinking of moving to Colorado or know someone who is, this book is the perfect resource. You will find answers to questions like what are the best neighborhoods, what are the best jobs available, and what is the average cost of living. Moving to Colorado should be fun and exciting, not stressful and full of unknowns. Use this book as a blueprint for a broad range of information about housing, neighborhoods, culture, lifestyle, taxes, employment, and even the weather. It's complete with research, details, and personal experience from both a newcomer and native's perspectives. Moving to Colorado, a guide for what it costs and where to live on the front range, will help you reduce the unknowns so you can plan your move with ease. Go to hashtag coloradolife.com book to get your copy on Amazon. Did you know that the highest paved road in North America is the road to Mount Evans, the tallest mountain in Colorado off of I-70 from Idaho Springs? The road winds up a staggering 14,258 feet above sea level, and Mount Evans itself can be seen from more than 100 miles away. I'm Ryan, a born and raised Colorado native. I'm Carrie, a Texas transplant and a Colorado newcomer, and we're a married couple living along the Front Range in Colorado. And this is the Hashtag Colorado Life Podcast, where we share accessible adventures to help you explore like a local. Today, we are sharing our top tips for planning an epic day trip in Colorado. No matter what time of year or what is happening in your life right now, taking time to plan a fun trip will give you something to look forward to and give you ideas for your next adventure. I know that I'm kind of a person that's prone to kind of letting the walls feel like they're closing in on me if I get too stationary or too sedentary for a while. So day trips are really great for me because it always gives me something to like really look forward to in the future. And I just get excited about it. And when I'm excited, I am more happy. And as you know, Colorado has a ton of day trips and options for you and your family to explore. Plus, day trips are usually quick and easy, as well as being budget-friendly, so they don't cost a lot of time or a lot of money. And it makes them the perfect option for adventure lovers who want to explore Colorado more. But before we dive in, if you're planning an epic ski trip, we have an entire episode about ski season secrets that you should check out. So let's dive into today's topic. The first step is figuring out how far you want to drive. Now, a typical day trip consists of driving anywhere from about one to three hours, depending on where you want to visit and also where you're coming from. Obviously, you want to have enough time and energy to enjoy the place once you get there without having to spend any time or any extra money uh, spending time overnight or getting a hotel or anything. So one thing to keep in mind is just like, how can I visit this in one day? Where is this destination? How far away is it? So a road trip that's three hours from where you live is actually going to take you six hours round trip for the whole day. So it's just something to keep in mind. So you may want to find something that's a little closer to home if you're not wanting to drive for a really long time. And then once you know how far you want to drive for that day, you can look at places that are within that range. If you don't already have a destination in mind, think like I only want to drive for one or two hours. And then what are things that I can do within that range of where I live? And always, always, always check the weather, especially if you're going into the mountains. It can be pretty wild in the Rocky Mountains. They've recorded even swings of temperatures of 100 degrees within a 24-hour period. So definitely look ahead. The number two tip on our list is choosing the right place to visit. So not just figuring out how far you want to drive or where you want to go, but the right kind of place you want to visit for your trip. Right. You want to like get a, you have to know what you want. Uh, Get a feel for how you're feeling for like that week. If you've been like super busy at work and you just want to like get out into nature, you know, definitely choose something more secluded. If you're kind of a, a, 
a social butterfly or something and you want to get out and, you know, be around people and you're okay with that and you don't mind the buzz, maybe you can like hit a museum or something that has a lot more people. Yeah, so like, for example, Rocky Mountain National Park is easily within two hours drive of Denver. And so if you're looking for something to get outside and more outdoorsy, this is a great choice. It's very wild. Or you're not going to see a lot of people. It's very secluded. And it has a lot of great trails and nature hikes. You can even go there. We've gone there for the day and we've taken a picnic lunch and we go and we eat and we drive around and then we get out and walk and hike. And it's a really nice day getaway. Yeah, we saw moose there. And we've seen deer, we've seen elk. That place is truly rugged. Mm -hmm. If you want to do something that's a little bit more history-focused for Colorado, check out the Bishop Castle. It's just under three hours' drive from Denver and offers incredible views and architecture as a result of the lifelong passion of Colorado na native Jim Bishop, which was intended to be a simple family cottage when he first started in 1969, but has since turned into a, quote, elaborate and intricate one-man project. The castle includes a grand ballroom, a tower more than 150 feet tall, bridges that offer views for hundreds of miles. Oh, and uh, also no castle is complete without its own fire-breathing dragon. It is very elaborate. We haven't been, but it's definitely on our bucket list. And it is something that is really cool and totally full of architecture. And if you don't really like heights or anything, though, I suggest not going there because some of the bridges and the stairs are steep and very tall. Yeah, it's like a, the castle is, it's kind of like this medieval gothic kind of fantasy sci-fi castle. Mm -hmm. It's pretty wild. I've looked at the pictures of it and seen the inside. It's, it's definitely kind of high on the list now for me. Another thing I wanted to mention as an example is last year we went on a day trip to the Frisco Adventure Park, which is in Frisco, I was going to say Texas, which is in Frisco, Colorado. It's about a two and a half hour drive from Colorado Springs and is a perfect time frame for enjoying activities in Frisco while still having, you know, enough time and energy to drive home later. This is definitely a good place. We've mentioned it before. If you don't want to, if you don't want to go skiing, or you just don't have the capacity to go skiing, if you have little ones or something, you can go tubing. You can go do something to get into like the snow in the mountains, but not necessarily hit the slopes. Exactly. Our number three tip is sticking to a budget. So the whole idea of planning an epic Colorado day trip is, of course, contingent upon having a good budget and then sticking to it. You don't have to have a lot of money, but you know, you probably will need a little bit of money, even if you go someplace that's free. And there are quite a lot of places in Colorado that are completely free to visit and explore. Um, Garden of the Gods, for example, is in Colorado Springs. It's one we love visiting very frequently. It's a huge, wide open space that's easy to drive through. You can also get out and walk around and see some of the largest rock formations in the state. And totally free. There's no entrance fee or anything like that. Um, the visitor center and the museum there is also completely free to check out. Uh, they do welcome donations, obviously. Mm -hmm. And there's a really cute little cafe there and a gift shop where you can buy some souvenirs and get some food and just make a day of it. And it's really fun. You know, as I've gotten older, I've realized I really like going to museums and learning stuff. I mean, I, I've always been sort of a history buff. But as a kid, I wasn't nearly as interested as standing there and reading. Mm -hmm. No, I wanted to go do. I wanted, was like, no, let's off to the next exhibit. Let's look at the pretty pictures. And that's what's cool about a lot of the museums in Colorado is that they're very uh, kid-focused as well as adult-focused. So they do offer very interactive things. You can see actual animals or pictures or even touch some of them. You can see different types of, like at the Garden of the Gods Museum, they have different types of poop that you can look through. <laughs> I was going to use that example, too. <laughs> kids can, kids can 
can kind of figure out, you know, what goes with which animal, whatever. And then, you know, guess the poop. Yes. And the adults can obviously read about the history and the natives who lived here and stuff like that. So a lot of places in Colorado and museums offer those kinds of things to do for both kids and adults. Another thing to keep in mind is the cost of gas for driving. Uh, Also, like any foods and snacks that you bring or you want to have to buy along the way. You can figure out if the place you are going to has an entrance fee or not. So check online ahead just to see if that is something you might have to, you know, take an account for. Number four is customizing your trip. Now, this is the fun part. You can start customizing your trip by planning out all of the things that you want to do and all the places you want to see. Uh, I know is there like if maybe there's a restaurant you want to hit on your way there. I know that you and I will specifically make day trips just to go to a restaurant. Mm -hmm. And I also know that when you and I go on our day trips, we'll see something along the way. And we'll stock that away for next time we want to go on another road trip or right. another day trip. Yeah, we always try and customize our trips to like things that we can do on the way there. And then while, when we get there, explore and do stuff, maybe hike or ski or whatever. And then things we can do on the way home as well to make kind of like the most of the entire trip. We've definitely learned to try to leave a little bit of time for things that come up that are kind of unexpected or impromptu things. You might like you might see this like great scenic pull off that you want to like, you know, get out and take pictures for like 20 minutes and just enjoy like being out in nature and and not hearing anything and not seeing anything. So we always try to plan for that. Yeah, you can plan it out according to what you want to do or what you want your day to look like and then also leave enough, you know, time to come back home after you've explored the day trip location because you do need energy to still drive back home. Right. (laughs) One tip I wanted to add when customizing your trip is to use Google's Trips Planner. It's a really cool tool that you can use to explore features and see different things to do in any city within Colorado. You get suggestions of day plans. You can even watch travel videos of other people traveling, see places that are close to each city depending on where you live. Um, You can even compare different locations and activities or get directions from where you live to where you want to go. So if you are wondering what is available in the city you're going to go visit or in the area, check out the Trips Planner from Google. Um, It's completely free and you can use it to explore and and kind of plan your trip from there. At number five is preparing for the trip, which is actually one of my favorite parts of the trip. You're not on it yet, but you're getting everything ready to go and you're like getting your stash and and, mm-hmm. and you got this pile in the corner of the house that you're just like, Ooh, I can't wait to bring all this stuff on my day trip. You can just grab and go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can make a list of things that you need to bring for your trip and then st- slowly start putting them all together. You know, starting with an emergency kit or a first aid kit. We always keep that in the car. So having plenty of water, snacks, maybe even food for a picnic. Cash. Definitely bring cash. We've we have a horror story of us going through <laughs> Oklahoma one time when we were driving on a toll and we pulled up to the toll and she's like, we only accept checks or, or cash. cash. And yeah. we were like, checks, what is this, 1990? Checks, yeah. So we had to drive about two hours to get out to, yeah, two hours out of the way to get to a casino that had a like $7 charge ATM. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah, so always having cash on hand is super helpful, can definitely save you some money if you would have to rush to an ATM. Another thing that I always like to have packed away is an extra jacket or a sweater because, I mean, you know, the Colorado weather is going to change and it could change by 100 degrees like you mentioned mm-hmm. in just a very short time. So always having an extra jacket or a coat, uh, maybe some extra socks or, you know, a hat. Just some layers. Like that. Yeah. Sunscreen, definitely. As you go into the mountains, you know, you're getting closer to the sun. The air is getting thinner. It can just fry you 
in a hot second. So bring some sunscreen, some sunglasses. Also bring an extra phone charger if you have one. A really great investment just in case anything happens. And then also towels and blankets, again, for if anything happens. Those windy roads, I know that some kids can be like, Dad, I'm totally fine. I'm fine. I'm fine, Ralph. Uh-huh. Yeah, I get car sick and stuff. But yeah, towels always come in handy, as do blankets, especially if you have kids. Um, and, and then if you're stuck in the car with your kids for several hours, you may want to bring some games and activities that can be done on the road. Um, we actually have an entire episode about road trip essentials, so be sure to check that out when preparing for your trip. Actually, when I was a kid, I don't have any idea where we were going, or maybe we were coming home, but we were going right, we were near Eisenhower Tunnel, and there was a milk truck that rolled over, and for some reason... When there's milk on the highway, they have to shut down the entire highway. I don't know why you couldn't continue driving. Anyway, it seriously shut down the highway for like three hours as a kid. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't have like something to do in the car, my parents might have murdered me. <laughs> Not really, but yes. <laughs> this is why tigers eat their young. <laughs> That's a really good uh, point you made because, you know, there's a lot of traffic in Colorado and especially a lot of changes with the weather. Sometimes you can get caught in traffic just from a lot of people. Um, the time of day also has a lot to do with it. And weather. then the weather especially is a really big determining factor. It can start snowing out of nowhere. Everything can start freezing. There's even been avalanches where people are stuck on the road. So yeah, always have something that you can do on the road while, you know, if you have kids or even adults, so you can kind of pass the time while you're, you know, sitting there, maybe not moving for a while. And don't forget to fill up with gas and make sure that your car is ready for the trip. Get an oil change. Fill up on your fluids, check the tire pressure, just give it an all-around like tune-up and an inspection and make sure that you're good to go because you do not want to be caught out and be like, oh, whoops, we're out of gas. Or, oh boy, now we have like a terribly dirty windshield and it's freezing and my windshield wiper fluid is the wrong kind. That we may or may not be saying that from personal experience. <laughs> Our number six tip is to regularly check for deals and savings. So if your day trip dates are flexible or you're just looking for some day in the future that you want to plan something fun, keep an eye out for deals and discounts for different activities that you have in mind. So sites like Groupon are a really great place to check for local savings on places like hot springs resorts or museum packages, other family activities and discounts for day trip ideas. I know that that's one that we look to frequently and I like to check out and see what kind of discounts they're offering for various things that we can do in the state. Um, One that we recently snagged was a Mount Princeton Hot Springs Resort package for two, which was only $35 admission for both. And you could go to their historic bathhouse and check out the Chalk Creek Hot Springs and kind of just enjoy a day of relaxing and lounging around. You can go to groupon.com slash browse slash city name. So if you wanted to visit Denver, you would use Denver. Or if you wanted to visit Boulder or any of the mountain towns, and you can look for discounts that are happening in that area, classes, activities and other packages to snag a really good deal. And to save some money on food while you're out on your day trip, check out the passport check out the passport program which costs about 25 bucks and you will receive a pocket-sized passport that gets you a two-for-one beverage at dozens of bars, restaurants, coffee shop, breweries and more. You can choose a passport for the region you want to explore, for example, Denver, Boulder, Fort Collins, Colorado Springs or even just like anywhere in the Rocky Mountains. Um, or you can pay the 60 bucks for a special Colorado pack that includes all of those passports. And the best part is that each passport is seasonal, so you can get a winter passport, 
uh, for exploring or a summer one where you can go like hop out on a patio and enjoy some great sunset views. Yeah, there's usually always something that you can find in the area in Colorado, deals that are happening and festivals that are going on where you can get a really good deal. All right, at the end of every show, we like to wrap up with a tip for finding free or affordable activities in Colorado. Another way to save big on food is using an app like the Eat Cheap app where you can learn about food and drink deals all around Denver. Just go to eatcheap.app to find deals at restaurants and bars all around the city. You can filter by the day of the week and the meal you're most interested in, whether it's breakfast, lunch, even happy hour, or if you're craving a late night eat. All right, that pretty much sums up this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. And to learn more about this episode and the resources that we shared, visit our website, hashtag coloradolife.com. If you like the show, please leave us a review. It helps us get discovered by new listeners, and we love to hear what episodes you enjoy. And if you end up taking a day trip in Colorado, we'd love to hear about your experience and what you enjoyed most. Hit us up on Instagram at hashtag Colorado Life. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, get out there and explore our beautiful state.